Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapist or sex therapist, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. Yeah, yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Accidental Swingers podcast, episode 37. Episode 37. How's it going, babe? It's going well. I'm recovering from naughty New Orleans. (laughs) It's been, we've been home for... Over a week. Over a week, and it feels like we just got home. Yeah. I don't know that I'm fully recovered yet. Yeah, I don't know that I am either. Yeah, but it sure was fun. We had a blast. It was such a great time. Wow. Yeah, we did do our recording of our after party. That's getting ready to get posted. But it was a definitely a different trip than we thought it was going to be. It was very different. Yeah. And I think primarily because we were so busy. We were, like, yes. you know, from a professional standpoint. Right. Not from a playing standpoint. Right. Definitely not from a playing standpoint. <laughs> no, not from a playing standpoint. So you guys remember we introduced you to Swinky Life in our last episode, which is the four of us, Tristan and I with Crimson and Phoenix. And that we were going to be presenting at Naughty in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And we did. Yeah, we taught four classes, mm-hmm. very well attended, and from what we hear, very well regarded. So we're thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. Yes. I think it exceeded our expectations completely. There's a couple of those classes, especially the hands-on ones, that were literally standing room only. Yeah. Which was so awesome for us. But that was the first time we taught it in such a large group. So yeah. it was really cool. We weren't sure. We were nervous. Oh, I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. It's my nature to be anxious about something like this. And to be in front of people is very difficult for me. And to talk in front of people is very difficult for me. But it went great. And we all did very well. I think I did fine. <laughs> and yeah, it was a lot of fun, actually. And, and once we got past the first class, then it started getting, you know, I was like, okay, I can do this. And it got fun. It definitely got easier as it went, mm-hmm. but we were just slammed busy. Yeah. From, the, from the moment we got there until we left, we were scrambling. 
Absolutely. But it was worth it. Yeah. We yeah. were stretched very thin and worn out, but yeah, it was definitely worth it. So so to give you guys a recap of the week kind of as it happened, again, we did record the after party for those of you who have that and it'll be coming out soon. But the week itself, we got there a couple days early just to spend some time mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And the four of us had met in New Orleans three years ago. So we were kind of viewing this as our anniversary trip as well, even mm-hmm. though the actual anniversary date isn't until later in the month, just the way that it rolled out. But but that's our anniversary place and our anniversary time, Naughty in New Orleans. So we had gone a couple days early just to relax and be in the space. And that was great. I'm so glad that we did that. But we went on July 4th and there were people already showing up on Tuesday. Actually, yeah. there were people there on Monday too. Yeah. And so it, it kind of started. It was a slow ramp up, but we got to walk around the city as much as we wanted. We got to eat and drink, and there was no place for us to be until like Tuesday afternoon. So that was wonderful. And then when things finally kicked in on Tuesday, it was great. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. We, they did start registration on Tuesday afternoon. And as soon as people started coming in, that's kind of when everything just kicked into full gear. Right. And that was when it all started, I think, where we, starting Tuesday morning, it's like we couldn't walk through the lobby without people stopping us. Yeah. Either from Accidental Swingers Podcast or the four of us as Swinky Life. We rarely could walk anywhere where there wasn't somebody who stopped us to say something wonderful or nice to us about the podcast or about our classes. And so that added a lot of time to our mm-hmm. <laughs> how to get to point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> but so incredibly cool. And it, yes. we met so many amazing people that we weren't expecting to meet. And because we really genuinely... I, I kind of figured that we would be recognized some because we saw that at the Sarasota party last month that mm-hmm. lots of people knew who we were and wanted to talk to us. But I had no idea the scope. Right. It was it was amazing. It really was. And people were just so fantastic. And I hope that everybody that wanted to come and say hello to us was able to do that because we love hearing it. We love people stopping us and saying hello. But we were caught off guard. Yeah. And so if you were one of the people that came up to us and we were like, wait, what? Who? What? 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 <laughs> Like you startled us at the beginning. We weren't used to it. I think by the end, we got a little bit more used to it. But at one point in time, early on in the process, we got in an elevator with another lady. Was she the only person in the elevator? Do you remember? I think there was, yeah, there were a couple couple of other people in the elevator. And she said, oh, on the elevator with celebrities. And we were like, ooh, who? (laughs) (laughs) And then we realized she was talking about us. And we said, oh, do you know who we are? And she said, everyone knows who you are. We are like, wow. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. And so it was truly humbling and mm-hmm. just amazing. And so many people, and like we said, it happened over and over and over again in the weirdest places too. It wasn't just in the lobby of the Astor. It was all over town, <laughs> sometimes in restaurant bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, it was amazing. And we were just really, really humbled and honored and so grateful. And that comes out all the time in us talking about it everywhere to everyone. And even the blog post that I wrote, it was just, it's all about how humble and grateful we are because so many people came up to us and said something about how they listened to the podcast, they were in the lifestyle because of the podcast, and they were at Naughty in New Orleans because of the podcast. And that made us feel amazing. Yeah. And what though made me sad, because we had a listener discord group, a free listener discord group. And we had about I, I would say it's really more like 55 ish plus couples mm-hmm. that were in there because not every every spouse was in there. Right. But we had at least 100 active people in there at all times. And it was a great group. 
it was an amazing group. And so this was just anybody who were listeners to the podcast that were coming to Naughty. And we just told everybody, just send me a message and we'll add you to the group. So we got a lot of people that joined the group that are listeners through either hearing about it on the podcast, seeing it on social media, or in one of our like SDC or Cassidy mm-hmm. groups that we were doing a listener group in Discord. But when we met so many people in New Orleans and I asked them if they were part of the Discord group, they didn't know anything about it. Right. So I want to do better at figuring out how to get that word out to people because there could have been double the amount of folks. And our group was amazing. And they loved being in that group. And they loved getting to know each other before we went to the event. So we started up about six weeks before the event. And we had Zoom calls. So the group was open all time. We had a a private women's group also within the Discord group. So the women could all chat about the important things that you know, women like to chat about. (laughs) Shoes and how many how are we supposed to pack our suitcases without our husbands getting mad. And then there was some sexy stuff too. And some personal lady stuff. So it was really it was an amazing group. And then in the main group, we had like a meet and greet area and announcements. And those folks just grabbed the bull by the horns. Everybody shared where they were going to eat. And then they all made reservations together. And then they had, hey, who wants to go with us here? We made reservations for six. You know, we can take two more couples. And it was really, really, really cool. And so when they all talked to us about their experience afterwards, or even during, they were so happy to have been in a group and know people before they got there. Yeah, absolutely. It makes all the difference. We had so many, so many, so many folks just come up to us and say, this has made the trip just amazing. Yeah. And we had two meet and greets for listeners, one for just the general Discord group. And that was in conjunction with the takeover at the drinkery on that Wednesday afternoon, the first full day, mm-hmm. or the first official day. And I, don't, I have no idea how many people from our group came, but a lot, because we, we were handing out glow stick necklaces. Yeah. And at one point, I looked around and like everybody had a glow stick necklace on. <laughs> And people were coming up to us and introducing themselves. It was amazing. Yes. And yeah, so much fun. And then we had a, later that night, we had a VIP meet and greet for our community members, our private community members who were also there. And that was a lot of fun. That was. And we had like 20 something couples there. Right. Like 25 couples there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That was. Those are So those are folks who are actually in our paid community mm-hmm. that were also coming to Naughty. And so, yeah, so we did a little special thing for them. We yeah. had we had an open bar and some snacks and just a private meet and greet mm-hmm. for us. And we gave away some goodies that we had and some ways to say thank you to everybody. And it was it was really, really, really fun. Yeah, and they all got to even talk to each other even more and really in a much more quiet, intimate setting because the one place, as you said, was at the drinkery. But it was, re- it was really cool looking around. And I think I've mentioned this before, but at one point in time, you and I and Phoenix and Crimson were all standing there. We were kind of on the back patio and it was all filled with our people because that's how you could tell they were part of the Accidental Swingers listening group because they had their glow stick necklaces on. So we looked around and we're the four of us are standing there with each other and nobody else around, but they're all talking to each mm-hmm. other. Same thing that happened at Caliente that time that we yeah. had a meet and greet. We're all just standing there like, isn't it great? They're all having a great time. <laughs> We'll just stand here and talk to ourselves. It didn't last for very long. People definitely came in and joined us. But it was so fun to look up and see all of them all talking and connecting and meeting each other Mm -hmm. and introducing themselves to ones that they actually hadn't met in the group. But, oh, you're with the group. And it was so great. It was so, so great. 
Yeah. So we'll definitely do that again. So be listening for that next year if you guys want to go to Naughty New Orleans. By the way, if you want to go to Naughty New Orleans, we do have an affiliate link on our website. It doesn't cost you anything. It does give, it's an affiliate link. So they give us money back, but all that money goes into our community. And that's actually part of what paid for the VIP party <laughs> there in New Orleans because um, we were able to get a little bit of support. So that's a great way to support us with something that you're already doing. Uh, we would love that. So if you go to our website and click on friends there is a place to uh, you'll see naughty new orleans and the naughty events you can actually sign up for any of the naughty events that they're running that the affiliate link will work for so i think naughty vegas which we're trying to see if we might go to would love to go to that october we're trying to see if we can move some things around and figure out how to get there because we would really love to do that but i've (laughs) never been to vegas so yeah so anyways so keep your ears and eyes open out for that folks because we're gonna try and get there if not this year, but next year for sure. But we're, we're going to try and get there in October. Um, so if you want to come to any of those events or Naughty Beach or Naughty Cancun, any of those things, I think we have an affiliate link for that. So mm-hmm. we would so appreciate that. That would be great. And if nothing else, just join us in New Orleans next year. Yeah. <laughs> join me, join us, reach out, join our Discord group. It happens about two months before the events start. But actually, we'll be doing probably, I think we even talked about doing some Zoom calls beforehand just to let people know what it's even like if they're interested in finding out more about the event itself. Oh, in our Discord group, we did Zoom calls. We did accidental speed dating. That was so much fun. That was fun. We didn't tell them what we were going to do. <laughs> so we had a Zoom meeting with anybody in the Discord group. And I think we had about 12 or 13 couples show up on that particular one. And so we did accidental speed dating. So basically, we just used the breakout room feature in the Zoom. But everybody got, I think we did five minutes. And you went in the room with three couples. And then we tried to rotate out so that people got to meet a new couple of couples every single time. So everybody had such a great time doing it. They asked asked us if we would do it again. So we set up a second date and then we had like 20, some 20, 21 couples, I think showed up. And by that time, we had actually figured out how to do it much more randomized. And for most of it, it worked out pretty well. There were some folks who got a little confused and didn't know which room they were supposed to go into, but it all worked out great. And um, so that was super fun because everybody got to meet everybody that was on the call. Yeah. And spend five minutes or so in, in the main room. And then we just all hung out afterwards, anybody who wanted to hang out. But that was super fun, too. So, so much stuff that we were doing. What else? Anything else happened in New Orleans? Uh, we had, I mean, we didn't play as much as we wanted. No. As a matter of fact, we played less this year than we did in our first year. <laughs> we were only in the lifestyle for four months or five months or whatever it was. Well, yeah. So, we were just, we were exhausted. Yeah. We were really busy and we were just exhausted. And so, yeah, very little play outside yeah. of our foursome and one other couple. Yeah, we did make one fantastic connection with another mm-hmm. couple actually all six of us yeah, yeah it was, that, that, that was pretty hot that was very hot yeah that was a nice if that was the only that since that was the only thing i was say if that was the <laughs> only thing we ever did it was pretty hot but it was the only thing yeah, that it really we did. was well with anybody else yeah, yeah but it was pretty fucking hot that was a that was a great night. yeah that was an amazing session that made it made us even more tired yes it did <laughs> for the next like two days because we could never get a nap yeah there was no napping i know well because we were up until like four o'clock in the morning that night and then we had to be up and teaching at 10 30 right the next morning i know and then and i'm saying it, everything was back to back to back yeah, to back we just never got no caught napping. up no yeah. not until i think i took my first nap on saturday yeah i think I th- yeah that I sounds think about that, right yeah, from monday <laughs> we're supposed to nap every day it's a marathon not a sprint people yeah i didn't get a nap till, till saturday yeah we sprinted just in, <laughs> we in a different way this <laughs> <We> time <laughs> yes we did but it was a great trip it was amazing it was amazing and as mentioned exceeded all of our expectations yeah and i think we all grew a lot because mm-hmm. we were all 
me in particular, as, as I mentioned, for me, the personal growth and overcoming some anxieties and speaking in front of people, which is not something that I do ever. But yeah, it was great. We had some bumpy moments as a foursome because we've never, the four of us have not been at an event like this before together in this, with the relationship that we have now. Right. We've been to plenty of parties, but this was very different. A right. multi-day event with 2,000 people. And, and we knew people from before and they knew people right. from before and we all knew people maybe together or not, right. but knew them from before. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So we talked through pretty much every permutation of what might possibly happen before we left. But then there were some things that we didn't anticipate that, that <laughs> bubbled happened up. happened instantly. And and yeah, happened yeah. instantly. And so, yeah, we had some bumpy moments, but we talked everything through and came out stronger, yeah, I believe. I think so. Yeah. It's challenging. It's challenging being uh, a polyamorous swinging foursome. Yeah. At an event like this at in particular. At an event like this. Yeah. So, but we, we think we, we, we might got a handle on it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think we figured out our ways around that and how to make sure we're taking care of each other, ourselves and each other. Yes. Because that's really the priority within our little group. I mean, yes, those things happened and you know what? It was still made it for an amazing trip. Yeah. Again, I, I can't say enough great things about yeah. naughty events and yeah. this event in particular and can't wait until next year and right. hopefully naughty Vegas. <laughs> I know. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully more on that in the next couple of weeks. If we can figure it out, it'll, we'll know in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so. we'll figure it out. I hope. But th that'll be October. That's mm -hmm. the beginning of October. And then the middle of October is Pod Bash yeah. right after that. So right. Pod Bash, if you're not familiar with that, and if you want something to do, uh, so this is mid-October here in Florida, in Orlando, Secrets Resort. And that is the podcaster kind of, it's not really a takeover, but Secrets Resort is a lifestyle resort anyways. But we're having a bunch of podcasters go. We're going to be there, Front Porch Swingers. Um, oh, Front Porch Swingers is organizing it again organizing, this year. Yep. Yeah, and they, they created this last year. Right. And so this is the second year. And we had an amazing time last year. We did. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. So much so that when Brenda texted yeah. me and said, are you guys interested? We were the in first one. I said, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think we'll we just, I think we were the first <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah. We just like, like, yep, we'll book our room and yep. we're there. And we booked it. And, yep. yep. Yeah, so that'll be really fun. So there'll be, I don't know, five or six or seven different podcasters there. I don't know who's going this year. I haven't looked at the website to be updated, but there's at least quite a few of us. I don't know. But that'll be really fun. Check out the website there. I think it's Pod Bash Event. Dot com yes. or you can search it but that will tell you there and um, I think we're really actually close to having the hotel sold out last I heard there was maybe 35 or 40 rooms left that's it at the hotel so mm -hmm. if you want to stay now you can go to secrets and not stay on property it's not someplace where you have to stay on premises but it sure does make it a lot easier when you're on premises because last year we did it not on premises and it was okay and actually the hotel down the street was just fine yeah. but it kind of sucked to have to leave and then have to go back yeah. so I would encourage doing that and if you do that sign up uh, when you do sign up I think there's a link on the pod bash page or you enter in the code Podbash, it doesn't affect your cost. It lets us know that you're part of the group and there will be some goodies and things that happen, um, some giveaways and some contests and we're doing some meet and greets at Podbash. So when we know that you're part of the group, then you're obviously automatically included in those events. So that's in October. And then in November. November. Yeah, we can't wait for this. This is our Sway K. Yeah. Our Swinger Bay K. Shun Sway K. That's right. Yes. On the north coast of the Dominican 
Republic. Yes. Small, intimate, no more than 18 couples. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. And we're about halfway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we only have room for about 10 more couples. And yes, I am so looking forward to a week in the tropics with lifestyle friendly people. And then we get to do our excursions. So I don't know if you don't know about it. Again, there's information on our website. (laughs) But this is just it's an all inclusive getaway. It's right around it's $3,999 for a week, Saturday to Saturday. So seven nights. We stay in private mansions. We have gourmet meals prepared by a chef and her team. Open bar, 24 hours a day, food and snacks, 24 hours a day, and all the excursions, which we will do, I think it's about one a day, plus we go into town for dinner one night, that's included. All of those things are included. It is literally an all-inclusive. All you have to do is pay your airline ticket to get there. And they will pick you up from the airport. So wherever you're flying into, you will get picked up and that's included. And the reason we didn't do an included airline ticket for everybody is because airline tickets can vary so much. And to have to charge people a thousand bucks who can get the ticket for $300 round trip, that would seem to silly. So it's just make your own reservations to get there. But then everything else is totally, totally covered. You will not need to spend any more money unless you want to unless you want to buy souvenirs or unless you want to go into town and do something different that's not on one of our excursions. But it will be completely all-inclusive, and we are so excited. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. And if you sign up for that, you get a free membership into our paid community. Mm -hmm. So that's another perk that comes along with it. And the sooner, as soon as you pay your deposit, you can pay in installments if you don't want to pay all at once. As soon as you pay your deposit, we get a notice, and we'll send you the link to join the community so you don't have to be paid in full. We want you to get in and get knowing everybody and meeting everybody because everybody who's going on this way, okay, is in the community. Already. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And once we once we flesh it out a little bit more and have a better idea of who the group is going to be, we're going to start having Zoom calls. Right. So that we can all get to know each other even better before right. we get there. And we will vote on the excursions and things like mm-hmm. that, I think, in September or so, mid to late September. So if you're thinking about coming on along with us, uh, go ahead and get signed up now so that you can help vote on what we're going to do. Like rum tastings <laughs> <laughs> and midnight orgies on the beach or somewhere or I'm raising, I'm raising waterfall. My hand. Yeah, or waterfall <laughs> excursions and things. There's all a ton of stuff. So we're very, very, very excited. So definitely uh, look out for that. Plan on that if you think you would like to come with us. If you have any questions, you can always ask us and we'll be happy to answer those. So there's it's a busy, busy time. And fall has some other surprises in mm-hmm. store for us. And we're going back to Caliente. We're going to be at Caliente Friday, the 29th. And Saturday the 30th and Sunday the 31st of July, Mm -hmm. 2022. Mm -hmm. And so if you are in our area, come by and say hi. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. But we haven't been to Caliente in a while. Like we were so busy leading up to Naughty New Orleans that we just didn't. It's been a couple months. Yeah, it has been a couple months. Right. Not the the last time that we were there, but maybe the time before that, we had the pleasure of meeting another couple, Rob and Trudy, Mm -hmm. who are fixtures at Caliente. And we had such a good time talking to them. They agreed to be interviewed by us. Right. So what are we going to hear now? We're going to hear that interview. Awesome. <laughs> so let's actually, I don't even know that we, because I think we introduced them pretty much in the audio. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to the interview with Rob and Trudy. But they're not just lifestyle folks. They've got some other things up their sleeve. They are actually in the adult film industry. Yeah. And that's a relatively new thing. And we talked to them about that. And so it's really cool to hear their story. It's fascinating. And their stories about how they became in the lifestyle and then how they got into the adult film industry and they truly are people that if you come to caliente you'll see them Mm -hmm. yeah i mean when you talk about their fixtures there like yeah then you'll hear why in this interview that's right let's listen to the interview 
Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Marina. This is Tristan. And this is the Accidental Swingers Podcast. And we are so excited today. We have two new guests that we get to interview Mm -hmm. and talk to today. Rob and Trudy. Mm -hmm. And where are we? You know what? We are back at Caliente. I think we, it's becoming a second home. I think so. I, think I was so. about to ask, why are we here? But <laughs> because, you just answered it because it's because our second home. It's a second home. <laughs> <laughs> because you love to be naked and you can't do this walking around our house with our children and our yeah, neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. being here it gives you the opportunity. Upon. It does. And also it, out in the rest of the world, it tends to be frowned upon. Yes, also. but not here at Caliente. Not at Caliente. No. Yeah. You could wear whatever you want. Yeah. Well, we're going to be naked in the sun later. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> so we're already going off on a problem. We do. It's all right. It's all right. Bring it back in. I know. Well, we're here at Caliente, and we're so excited to be able to talk to Robin Trudy. It's another opportunity for us to bring our listeners in and kind of uh, talk to people about their journeys and how they got where they are in their lifestyle journey. Mm-hmm. So this is what we really love doing and love talking to people about their stories and what happened. So thank you guys for joining us. Oh, you're so Thanks very welcome. for having us. Absolutely. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? I mean, we've seen you around a lot and you're kind of fixtures here at Caliente. But <laughs> this is the first time that we've actually met you. And yes. so we're thrilled to be able to meet you guys. But yeah, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yes. As you all know, my name's Trudy. I'm originally from Jamaica, born and raised there. I came to the U.S. when I was 17 years old and I got into the lifestyle at 22 years old. Nice. So, <laughs> been in it for a while. Uh, I lived in Miami for 17 years. That's where I got introduced to the lifestyle. Uh, I used to go to a lot of parties there, even host parties at Swingers Club there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I moved here, what, five years About ago? Five years ago. Yes, five years ago because of this wonderful <laughs> man right here. <laughs> <laughs> And we've been hosting parties here at Caliente for the last three years. And uh, we recently moved here a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And it's been great. We love the community, love the people. We host the parties here as well on the weekends. So <laughs> it's, been, it's been amazing, right? Yeah, it certainly has. <laughs> um, my name is Rob. I've uh, been a lifestyle about eight years. And it's just, it's everything about it is just it, it is exactly what it should be. People have such a misconception about what the lifestyle is about, but once you actually get into it, once you actually realize that it's it's far more about relationships and just about you know building, uh, fostering good relationships with just the, the best people, the most non-judgmental people you will meet. That's in, in essence what really the lifestyle is more about. And all the extracurricular activity that goes on is just really the icing on the cake as far as to really be able to just meet just the coolest, nicest people. Yes. Wow, that's an amazing statement and absolutely true. Uh, Right. Yeah, and we completely agree with that. Yes. Wow, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, Trudy, what brought you to the lifestyle at at the age of 22? That's really young. It was accidental, to be honest. (gasps) What? I I have a shirt that says that. I know, me too. Did you become an accidental swinger? Tell us your story. For sure. Well, um, (laughs) I was... um, I was living in Miami with my ex. We went to parties. We would go to, to like regular parties or the strip club or stuff. We would um, hook up with mostly girls at the time. And um, I think we were watching a program on Playboy Channel. And uh, the whole swinging thing came up and we were very interested in it. We talked about it, of course. And then a girlfriend of mine one night, she said, oh, I'm going to this party. Um, I think my boyfriend was out of town at the time. She's like, we're going to this party. Do you want to come with us? 
And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I went to the party with her. It was a Blitz party. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. Blitz party. And um, I went there and it was not what I expected at all. <laughs> you know, everyone was like, it was a theme party. Everyone was like dressed. I was, of course, dressed. I thought we were going to a club. So I was dressed normal dress, you know. <laughs> and everyone was in theme. It was like a hula party, I remember. Mm. And everyone was all dressed sexy and beautiful people everywhere. And there, it was very, like, sexually charged, which was so uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's very, everyone was open and it was amazing. And then when my boyfriend came back, I told him about this. Then we decided to, we look up Swingers Club and we found Trapeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we decided to go one Saturday night. And we went there and it was, at the time, for me... It was a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a lot. Because we went there and we were like the new couples. Right. So, oh, so. so you're on everyone's radar. Exactly. Usually when you're was, a new couple. It was a little much for me at the time. But then I started, um, I met a few people there and they were like really nice. They were talking to me and trying to like just telling me about the lifestyle and the rules and, you know, no means no. And you do a, go at your own pace mm. and all that. So... We started going like almost every weekend. I got made friends. I got used to the lifestyle scene and became kind of <laughs> popular, you know, <laughs> like well known. I can only so. imagine why. Yeah, uh, I think you can imagine very, very well. Well, you can ask her directly. She's yeah. sitting right in front of you. Right. Why were you so popular, Trudy? Um, because I was like, I love to dance and I'm very like flirtatious and I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm very social. Person. It's just natural. Like, mm-hmm. I talk to everyone. I'm not, people would say clicky, like you just stick with one group or whatever. So I would talk to everyone, like, no matter what. Like, if someone say, oh, don't talk to that person, I'll probably go talk to that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was that kind of person. So I became, like, well-known. I was fun. I was um, on the party starter, pretty much. Right. <laughs> so then they asked me to host parties at Trapeze. So I would host once a month, and it was like, they became very successful. And I did that for a few years. And after that, I heard about this other swingers club, Miami Velvet. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check out that one. (laughs) So I went there with my ex and checked that out. And I did their old uh, calendar thing that they had going on, Calendar Girl. And I was there for Centerfold. You know. Nice. And then after that, they asked me to do parties there. So I started doing parties there. And that went on for a while. Then for a while, you're like, oh, okay. So I started going to house parties instead, which was more, I think, personal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's more more intimate. And I like that a lot better. So um, throughout the years, that was what I did um, on and off. And then I broke up with my ex maybe what, six years ago? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we met three months. After, when I broke up with my ex, I was like, okay, I'm not dating. Because we were together 11 years. Wow. And I'm like, I'm not going to date again for a while. I just want to be single and have fun in the lifestyle and just enjoy my friends. And then three months later, this one was calling me. <laughs> yeah, I messed all that up for her. <laughs> <laughs> she had a grand plan. And you, yeah. and you messed that up, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had this plan and um he just came from out of nowhere <laughs> that's sometimes well, we the met, best time we'd, a, we'd actually met before but just by chance yeah, about a year and literally a year and a half earlier mm-hmm. yeah we lit- you want to tell that story sure. we were at a event at another resort and we just i just i, I went to breakfast one morning was on my way back to the room and 
Judy opened the door and it almost hit me with it. So we stopped <laughs> and immediately I was just taken by her eyes and her beauty. I stood there for a second and said hello and she said hi. And my brain was telling my feet, okay, you can move on now. <laughs> yeah. But they just weren't moving. Right. So I sat there for a minute and just stared at it. Well, for about 10 seconds and stared at yeah, her. Very, very creepy like. And eventually I said, okay, well, I'll see you later. <laughs> and then I just walked off. Later on that day, ran into her again by the pool. Chat and talked just a little bit and made plans to, you know, get together maybe later on that night. The four of us. So later on that night came and it just, just didn't happen. We'd also went to dinner earlier with a group of about 12 and I was sitting across Crestly. just a little diagonal from her <laughs> and I just couldn't stop staring at her the entire night. And partly I was staring at her, partly I was looking at her, you know, boyfriend going, hmm, I wonder if my girl would hook up with him <laughs> <laughs> and whether we could make that happen or not. So it didn't and that was okay. And about a year and a half later, we were back to an event there, the same place, and they were there again as well. Unbeknownst to me, they had separated, but because they'd already prepaid for the event, they went together, yep. which exactly happened to be the same situation that I was in. So again, my ex that I was there with, she goes out to the pool, she runs into Trudy, brings her back to the room with her ex, and we chat and talk a little bit. My ex made out with her a little bit. I made out with her a little bit. Uh -huh. Her ex just sat in the corner and watched. We agreed to hook up later on that night. Never happened. <laughs> mm. Again, our exes reminded us why they were our exes. <laughs> <laughs> and things just didn't go well. No. So about three months later after that is when I was informed, because I had no idea, that Trudy was in single. So I uh, reached out to her. And to her credit, she contacted my ex and said, hey, I'm talking to Rob. Is it, Rob reached, right, out, Rob to reached out to me and, and, you know, and we're chatting. Is it okay if I talk to him? Because she didn't want to be involved in any kind of drama or anything right, like that. So, right. And my ex was like, sure, that's fine. I don't care. And then we started talking and it was absolutely immediate. The yeah. first time we talked on the phone, she sent me her phone number right after that. And about 30 seconds later, I called her <laughs> and we talked for about five hours. It was like wow. we were in high school all over again. And it was, yep. the, it was immediate. The connection was immediate. And uh, it was something we both knew we had to explore. So I took some time and went down to Miami and was pretty much there every weekend. So about five weeks into it, I drove my truck down there instead of my car. And I, and I go, you're coming back with me. I took all her stuff and put it in my truck and I drove, drove her back. And I told her, look, I know it's scary. I understand. If it doesn't work out, I'll take you back. I'll give you a kiss, tell you I'm sorry. But at least we tried. And then we know. And I've yet to make that return trip. <laughs> so, wow, about, that's an awesome About story. a year later, we wound up getting married. Yes. And... It's been absolute bliss ever since. Aww. That's yeah, an amazing story. I know. Even <laughs> so. our the peanut gallery over here <laughs> is all like, aw. We're all like, aw. That's so awesome. And I'm sitting here listening and watching you two. And people often tell Tristan and I, like, when they interview us, they're like, I can see the way you look at each other. And we're, right. I'm always like, what? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but I'm seeing it in you right, two. I now I get what they see when they look at us. I'm like, I see that in you two. And that's so amazing and beautiful and wonderful and I, I'm interested to hear then because you then met as a lifestyle couple yes. so was navigating those waters any differently because you already were both already in the lifestyle or did it make it harder did it make it easier did it how did that affect your relationship what do you think I think it did um, because we both knew what we wanted and we both knew well, we were already there mm -hmm. you know we and we, and we understood what it took to be in a relationship like this, 
but we also understood what it took to be an, in a relationship and put each other first. So we took about three months and didn't step yeah. away from our friends per se that we had in the lifestyle, but we stepped away from the playing aspect of it. Yes. And we just wanted to establish our relationship first. And once we established our relationship and really just spent the uh, time with each other that we looked at each other at a point and go, okay, well, we're comfortable now easing back into it and just sharing each other with everybody else. And, and at that point, we decided to go ahead and start playing with others that we had been still being around, but just let them know that we, you know, we're not playing right now. We're just with each other. And they totally respected yeah. and understood because they, they knew us individually and then now together. So they respected it. And I think it's made for a better relationship for us as we really were able to get to know each other before we actually started to get to know each other's friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just it's just worked out. Wow, that's really powerful. And were you going to say something, Trudy? No, go ahead. It's oh, okay. no, you can add on. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Um, and to his credit, when we first got together, he actually gave me the option because I was like, I wanted to step back from the lifestyle for a bit. That's why we did all that. And he gave me the option. He was like, <laughs> which I think he already knew that I was going to be like, no, I don't want to do this. But um, he gave me the option. He's like, if you want to not be in the lifestyle anymore, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, no, that's my that's my life. Mm -hmm. I've been in the lifestyle since I was 22 years old. It's a part of me. Right. So um, we just so he was probably like, yeah, <laughs> thank God she said yeah. no. Well, I, I actually had never found anybody that I really felt like since I had been in the lifestyle that I could I could just just be with them and be completely content and happy <laughs> until I met Trudy. Wow. And, and, you know, and then even I, I, I approached this relationship completely different than I had approached any other relationship I'd ever been in. All the things that I ever wanted to do in a relationship, but I just couldn't do with the partner that I had for just because they weren't recipient of it. Um, I was able to do with her. So in the very, very first night we ever spent together, I'd come down to Miami and we were with some friends and we went out to dinner. I surprised them. Yeah, they were taking did. her out to dinner and I surprised her by showing up at that dinner. That's the first that time was the we actually first met. date we really had, and they had already they had a one bedroom you know place. But they had an air mattress set up for us you know when we got back and got back. We took a shower together and then we went to get into bed because it was late and we were kissing and fooling around and you know things were getting pretty heated. And then I stopped her and I said, "No, I, I don't want to do this right here." I said, the first time I'm with you, I don't want to be on a blow-up mattress in the middle of the living room. Right. So it was a huge gamble on my part. Because um, if that wouldn't have because I was leaving to go to the Appalachian Trail the next yes. week. Oh, my gosh. So and had something happened and we not got together, I would have regretted that for the rest of my life. <laughs> but it worked out exactly the way it should have. And the next weekend, she came and stayed with me. She came up to Tampa and stayed with me. And it was exactly what it should have been. Aww. So, And that's also what we got together as a couple. I, I told her, I said, look, if you don't want to be in a lifestyle anymore, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I, I could be with you, just you for the rest of my life and be fine. <laughs> now, obviously, I would still have my friends. And once you're in this, it's really hard to leave. And it's just because of your friends, because of the relationships that you've made here. But yeah, she looked at me and assured me that, no, this is what I want to do. This is, this is, these are my friends as well. And I was, I was happy and I was relieved, but I absolutely would have tried being vanilla and did the only person in the world I would have done that for. Aw, baby. Aww. <laughs> I feel the same about you. Wow, same. that's amazing. Because you both said it in different ways, but yes. it becomes who you are. And yes. it, it's part of it. The lifestyle does, right. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, so to be willing to give that up for somebody is an amazing yeah. thing. Well, you have those that 
the lifestyle is their hobby. They come into it on the weekends or they may do it once a month or once every three months. And for this, this is our life. This right. is how we live. Every All of our friends are lifestyle. You know, we live at a, at a nudist slash lifestyle friendly resort. Everything we are is about this life. We're not in and out of it. We're all in all the time. We've talked about it too, that even if something happened and we ended up not playing for whatever reason, that we would still always consider ourselves lifestyle because you can't have been in the way that we have like you said this is not for us it's part of our life right and so when you're like that then it just becomes part of who you are when you were talking to Trudy I'm like it's part of your DNA now yes. it's not yes. it's part exactly. it's yeah yep. you found your that path and it's just not even an, an option anymore it's just of course this I is found, just I found my tribe I always tell people that I'm like I found my tribe at 22 years old and I was like this is how I want to live my life, you know? <laughs> so You said it, it's become part of our DNA, but I think actually it's the reverse. It's always mm-hmm. been part of our DNA. Yeah. We just found our tribe. Right. So we've always right. been this way. We just didn't have the right avenue right. or the, you know, the proper outlet for it. Until or to even know how to talk about it. Like right. talking to people. I mean, we've been together for 30 years and talking to people about, oh, we decided to open our marriage. Like, wait, what? <laughs> you know that? You, well, you've been together so long. How could you do that? And it's, you know, vanilla people don't understand as much i think part of the reason for that is the lack of communication between partners Mm -hmm. we've conditioned our partners unfortunately to react negatively towards any sort of information that they don't like like if i were to tell my my exes in the past you know hey well i'd like to be a swinger the first thing out of their mouth is oh i'm not enough for you what you know so they're going to react negatively Mm -hmm. towards it so what they've conditioned people to do is not to tell them the truth or to omit or hide things from them. In our relationship, I can 100% tell Judy anything, and she will not react negatively towards it. We will have a discussion about it if it's not something that she's 100% on board with, so we can both find out where each other are at with it. But she'll never act negatively towards it, and neither will I. So that way it gives you know, the other person the confidence to be able to come to and tell you everything. So we never punish each other for being open and honest because that's what we want. And most people will tell you, oh, that's what I want with my partner, too, until they give it to them. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's not such a good thing. They act negatively towards it, which just teaches their partner not to be open and honest. And you find lifestyle people have so much more communication and honestly a better relationship than people that are in the vanilla world because we're so much more open and so much more honest with each other that we just have better relationships and the vast majority of vanilla people don't get that or understand that and that's unfortunate yeah and as you're saying that i was nodding my head and thinking yes you are describing exactly why this strengthens relationships absolutely strengthens relationships which we're always asked on vanilla podcasts it baffles vanilla people yeah like how we can do this and become stronger in our relationship and you beautifully described it right there well unfortunately society has conditioned people to live the way they feel like they should live instead of the way people actually want to live themselves so they buy into what society tells them that they have to do and not really necessarily so much what they want to do because they're also worried about oh what's my parents going to think what's my friends going to think you know so they're living their lives for them not necessarily for themselves and you cannot make everybody happy the person you have to make the happy the the most is your partner and yourself if you guys aren't happy doesn't matter if everybody else is happy (laughs) that's very very potent he's good (laughs) 
Well, but I think it, but you're spot on. It's exactly true. And I think when you're in a relationship where you have permission to search for those things, to find that for yourself, that's huge also. Because a lot of times, not only you feel negative or you, you have to work through those conversations and those emotions and those things like that, that you were just explaining, but then also to be given permission to be able to explore these things as well. I mean, I think that that's part of what the all the communication is in the light with couples in the lifestyle, right? We have to work through a lot of that. My question that is in my mind, because you both have had vanilla relationships, I'm sure. So Trudy, yes. you said you did when you were younger, when you started your relationship together, do you feel like that gave you a f- leg up, so to speak, because you already were in lifestyle relationships. And so you could both sit down very easily and talk to each other. Like these are some of the things before that didn't work that I want to make sure that doesn't happen with us or what, Was that a benefit for you from both coming from lifestyle relationships? Yes, definitely for me. I figured out being in a 11 years relationship in the lifestyle, like about nine years of that was in the lifestyle. So I knew exactly what I wanted and what I didn't coming into this. In my previous relationship, we didn't have good communication, which was a big issue. He tend to... I felt like I was controlled. It was more to, more of what he wants. I do what he wanted. It wasn't for me. So, yeah, it was more of um, do what I say, <laughs> kind of. There's a huge kinda, difference between being dominant and being domineering. And that's what she was experiencing before. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. And um, in this relationship now um, with Rob, before we even got married, when we just met, we talked about what we wanted from each other, expected. Communication was a big thing for me and for him as well. So we decided any little thing, just let's just talk to each other about it. Don't get mad. Don't just sit down and talk and see how we can work through it or come to a, what would he say? <laughs> Come to a mutual understanding. Mutual mm-hmm. understanding, yes. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest thing with any relationship is trust and communication. And it doesn't matter if it's a relationship with your kids or with your boss at work or with your significant other. If you don't have trust and communication, you're leaving the other person up to coming up with their own thoughts or their own, uh, well, this is what I think that they that they mean or this is how I think they feel. And 99% of the time, you're going to be wrong. People will come up with the absolute craziest, worst case scenarios for themselves as to how you feel. And literally all you have to do is just open up and talk to them about it. If you if you let them know how they feel, then it's, then it's at that point, both of you can work on it. You understand the same page that they're on. And now you can work towards, you know, you can tell them, oh, it's okay. You don't have to worry about that. Or, oh, that's so simple to, to solve. All you have to do is just do this. And that all works through communication. Mm-hmm. So communication is so big and so important. But yet one of the things that so many couples and people just don't have in their relationships. Right. And because there's a lot of fear around yes. open communication there and is. there's fear of judgment. There's fear of, I think, fear of intimacy even. I mean, it's, yeah. there's, it's, 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 there's fear. a fear of opening yourself up. Yeah, and then once you reprisal. Right. Yeah. And or so rejection. Once yeah. you can push through that, it's amazing what can happen between people. That's great to hear you say it that way. So, Rob, I'm interested. Tell us your story about how you got into the lifestyle. Hmm. Probably, again, I was an accidental swinger. <laughs> Yay! It was, two for two. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Score! It was uh, a bit of a surprise, and maybe it was the wrong way to get into it, but it's how I wound up. <laughs> so, I dated a girl for about nine years, and about seven years in the relationship, it was it was going bad. 
It's been going bad for a while, but it was it was going bad. And I think she saw the writing on the wall that this was this had an end to it, and the end was sooner than later. So one day I'm sitting in my bed just watching TV. She's over for the weekend, and just out of the blue, she looks at me and goes, "Do you want to be a swinger?" Now, for me, of course, I'm like, "Well, hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> because now, only thing I can think of is, oh, "I get to have sex with a bunch of other girls." So. Well, neither one of us had any idea about how to go about it. She had been in some threesomes before with her previous relationship, but not more just unicorns, not really swapping couples or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So she had more experience than I did, which was zero. And slowly over time, we started doing a little research and everything like that. I knew of one place that was relatively local. It's about 45 minutes away. So we took a few trips out there and visited that place, but I found it difficult it just it wasn't our it wasn't a type of place that i really wanted to be involved with but it's all i knew so i'm like well okay if this is what it is then this is what we have you know this 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 is what this is what we're doing right we just never found anybody that we were attracted to never found anybody that we vibed with and on the fourth or fifth trip there somebody told me you guys really should be at caliente because we were one of the, the better looking couples there and and we just we were, we were uncomfortable in that type of situation. And I go, Caliente, what do you mean? That place over there in Land Lakes, the one that I live a half a mile from, <laughs> that I drive past to come to go there. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? And it says like, it's a spa. Why right. would I go there? And they're like, they're like, oh yeah, no, they they do lifestyle things on the weekend. And I go. I had no idea that that was the case. I thought it was just a nudist resort. So the very next weekend, we were there. We, we came here, and I was like, oh, my God, this year, they were right. This is the low-pressure, just happy party type of atmosphere mm. that I was looking for. So we were here every single weekend. <laughs> the first time I saw – now, the girl I was with, she would kiss some girls and some guys occasionally, and I was totally fine with that. Then I saw a guy really – really make out with it really hard and kind of grope her a little bit. And I got jealous. And that was a really the first time I'd ever experienced that or saw that. Went through that night, no problem. Went back home and I sat her down. And I told her what, it, what I had felt. And I go, yeah, I, I got jealous over that. So I don't really think I want to do the swinging part of it, but I love going there. Mm. It's fun. I just don't think I can do the swinging part of it. She goes, okay, well, that's fine. So we continued to come here. And about three months later, she set it all up and sick this other girl on me. Um, so she came over and just didn't say anything, just walked up and started making out with me. So while I was sitting there doing that, my eyes are open and I'm like, what's going on here? And she was over there smiling. So I'm like, okay, she set this up. And then at that point, it kind of turned me around a little bit. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't so wrong. (laughs) Wait a minute. I can be talked into this. Maybe I was too quick to judge. We go baby steps here and stuff like that. (laughs) Because we were literally, we didn't have any mentors. We had anybody to talk to about it and like that. We just kind of jumped in on our own and has had to learn things the hard way along it. Eventually, we found a couple that would, that really mentored us and that really, really, really kind of opened my eyes and talked to me a lot. And that's what it was. They were more interested in their relationship with us than just jumping with us in bed. And that's really what I needed. So hmm. I, I kind of learned a lot of the philosophy that I carry now through them. And they were absolutely fantastic. I love them to this day. So they were your Sherpa swinger 
couple. <laughs> Absolutely. So were. if you don't mind me asking, did you play with them as well? Never did. They lasted about four more months and they broke up. Ah, um, okay. we, I did wind up playing with the girl, the, you know, a female part of it, actually having a little relationship with her after me and my ex broke up about two years later after we got into the, the, the swinging aspect of it. It was a band-aid, I think, to keep me there for a while. Mm-hmm. But eventually I grew. I grew in the, I grew in the lifestyle. I found my tribe, as Judy mm-hmm. said, right. and I grew in the lifestyle. She just never did. She was more interested in just in partying than she was developing any relationships or, or playing. So as I was continuing to grow, she didn't. And in any relationship, that's the ideal. You guys grow together. If you don't, you grow apart. And that's what wound up happening to us. I grew, she didn't, and we just grew apart. Right. So so I find that interesting. And I the reason I asked if you played with the other couple is because I think people think that you do have to play with everybody you meet. And we talk about that all the time on our podcast uh, no. is that, no, we just, especially when we first started going out and meeting other couples to see if there was any kind of connection and that pressure to be like, oh, my God, you have to be on and and you know, want to hook up with them or whatever. And we pretty early realized that, no, we're just going to go out and have a great dinner. And if there's a connection, that's awesome. But if not, we get to hear some great stories. I'm sure we'll laugh. It's just like, and if, if we don't, then that's definitely also, I mean, there's so many other things, but I think people feel like they have to, just because if you come to Caliente and you see people and you talk to them, that means you have to have sex with them. It's like, no, that is so not what it is. Not at all. It's definitely, again, it's, we're, we're in this and we do this because of relationships. Mm -hmm. And if our relationship is predicated simply on the fact of whether we sleep with you or not, that's not much of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's not really something we're going to be a part of. And I love hearing that from folks that have been in the lifestyle for quite some time, right. that that is as important to you. And of course, there are many people on the spectrum for many, many things. And then the ones that don't want the relationships, and that's totally that's fine. Totally that's fine. their Every, journey. That's yep. their piece. Everybody does it differently. We always say that the lifestyle is a huge tent and there's room for every play style. And as Marina said, it's a spectrum. Could have said it better. Yeah. So what are you guys up to now? Well, tonight, right now, I just got a little facial. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind of facial. At the the spa. You never know. You never know. I I wanted to hear the story of the facial, but now, all right. I got a facial, and tonight we're actually um, hosting a love party here tonight. The Ah, 90s 90s party that starts at 8 p.m. We host Lust and Rouge Party here lifestyle parties mm-hmm. every saturday we have the international djs come in from all over the world every weekend there's a big event here and we're so when you say you <laughs> host them what does that mean that means we, what is your what is, is the host and hostess what do you we do? promote we promote online we are here meeting and greeting and making sure everyone's having fun if they're having contests or anything i'll MC. i'm like the hostess with the mostest you know <laughs> i can see that you totally are i have a lot to learn from trudy i'm just gonna tell you i'm gonna just she may not know she's mentoring me but i'm just gonna watch her and, and i'm I going just, to completely encourage that relationship yeah. <laughs> hey. i want to learn how to be the hostess with the mostest and she's sitting right here she said it herself so holy cow this is great yeah we're definitely interested in getting people connecting getting people yes. talking with each other and if, if we meet a couple and we talk to them that they're just like oh my god you have to meet this other couple they're i mean yeah. they are so right along the lines of you are then uh, we introduce them mm-hmm. just try to Network. make sure everybody's having a good time and enjoying themselves I think that that is also something that is a little bit different about and why we love Caliente so much and too is because there are so many people that are open like that. Like, oh my God, you have to meet so-and-so or did you, you know who you should really talk to? And it's just like, just everybody should connect if you feel like just a friendly, friendly environment, fun, friendly, just 
open. I love it. Yeah, we, <laughs> Absolutely. We want, all, we want everyone to have a great time. We want all of our friends and everybody's our friends. We just haven't, <laughs> we just haven't met everybody yet, but they're all our friends. Oh, and we just want our friends to have fun right. you know, and enjoy themselves. So you host parties. What else are you guys doing? I hear you have the little side thing that you do. <laughs> so do you want to talk about that at all a little bit? Yes, I want to know about like it. So this is why we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we recently got into the adult, adult film, industry. Film, in, film industry. and We just got back from LA last night. If you all could see me now, I'm... Ugh, I'm, I look drained. Uh, <laughs> stunningly drained, yeah, by the way. I, I'll fill we in learned- our listeners. She looks stunningly drained, people. <laughs> but that was our first trouble right. going that out. Was, that was our first L.A. trip. L.A. trip, mm-hmm. yeah. Mostly. Shot in L.A. and Vegas. Yep, and, and uh, Miami. We m- s- most of the work we Miami. do is in Miami. But this was our first trip out west, and it was hugely successful. Uh, yes, we yes. had a fantastic time. Learned a ton Learned about a ton. it, and wow. I worked every single day. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a it was a grind. Yeah, but one of the most enjoyable and exciting say careers that you could have. Right. I know. It's just it's always something different. There's, there's always something new. And exciting. I mean, every script you get is just a little bit different. And, uh, you know, the wardrobe, the hair, the makeup, uh, there's so much more that goes into this than people realize or yeah. understand. Huh. Uh, and so much more work. Uh, it's you an know. art, too. It's an art. For it's sure. Not- you watch a 20-minute video or a 30-minute video and you think, wow, it was really hot. But there were six hours of work that got yes. put into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much more than people realize. Hmm. So and much more. I was told... Um, which comes back to the whole swinging thing. I was on set and um, they noticed my, I don't have it on pineapple right now. I have a pineapple necklace. Yeah. And I have like pineapple tattoos. And they they always notice. So they're like, oh, we love your tattoos and your necklace or stuff like that. And one director, he came to me and he was like, we love when, because we work with swingers that come into the industry. And he's like, they're the best ones to work with because they're already so open-minded and they're easy. Yeah, he said they're easier to work with. So, and they're already comfortable. And yeah, he's like, I love working with swingers. Wow, that makes so, a lot of sense. Though. Yes. And Tristan's like, hmm, I'm a swinger. Huh, huh. Six hours doesn't seem so bad. For six hours, you could probably do that. No, actually, that's yeah. only, it's only about 30 minutes worth of 30 sex. 30 minutes of that. Oh, Everything oh. else is what, like, you have to do the stills, you have to do the makeup. Well, for girls, we uh, have the longest, because we, yeah. we have to be there at least three hours before the guys get there. Wow. Just, <laughs> just for hair, makeup, wardrobe, stills, all that. There's a lot that goes into a 30-minute video. So much. And by the way, my name on yes. <laughs> in the industry, it's Naomi Fox with three X's. Mm-hmm. So Triple X Fox. <laughs> yes, <Right>. exactly. <laughs> and and I, I am uh, Peter Fitzwell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but does he? Does he really, ladies and gentlemen? I, well, we may have to. We may have to like you, take a poll and find out. Like that. That, that was my fantasy football name for about ten years. <laughs> so it was just a. I'm like, I already have a name, so sure, why not? Oh my god, it's I love the it. best of all worlds. I yeah. know, right? Yes. Oh my god, I love it. So, how in the world though did you get even introduced or into even thinking about doing adult films? Okay, so 
we started out with OnlyFans. We had friends. We have a lot of friends in the lifestyle mm-hmm. that does OnlyFans, and they kind of got us into it. So we got into it probably a year ago. Uh, yeah, about a year ago. About a year ago, and about eight months in, because I have Twitter and promote myself on Twitter and Instagram. And about eight months in, I got this message on Twitter from Brazzers, Brazzers. <laughs> okay. which is one of the biggest porn companies in the world. I didn't know that. I've never really watched porn like that, or I do OnlyFans, but I never watch it. Honestly, bad to say, but to me, porn is boring. I mean, I live it every yes, weekend, so we, to we talk about it, it all we the talk time. About it, that just, too. it just doesn't do much for me. Right. Yeah. So for me, I was I saw the message, but I'm like, oh, okay, someone's trying to, you know, so I never really paid any mind. And then a few months later, they sent me another message. And then we have uh, friends that are in the industry, and I sent it to them. I'm like, this these people keep kept sending me. I'm like, is it real? And they're like, oh my God, that's like the biggest porn company in the world. You know how many girls are trying to get in with them, you know? I was like, oh, okay. So we talked about it. And, um... He was like, baby, I'll, whatever you want to do, I'll be behind you 100%, beside you, behind you, you know, Nick, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> on you. I fit well, babe. I'll yeah. just be wherever I fit. I fit well. And um, so I reached out to them and I was interested. I told him I was interested and um, I'm like, I'll do a shoot to see how I like it. And we had a Zoom meeting and about a month later, I did my first shoot. And it was fun because they treat the women like freaking queens, princesses. So. Nice. <laughs> so it was fun. I love that part of it. Yeah. I love all of it, just to be honest. And then from that, it just kind of my first video came out. And after that, I just kept getting work after that. And then he is. How did you get in, babe? Tell them. <laughs> during, during our Zoom meeting we had with the browsers, they asked if there was anybody else that we knew that were our friends that were interested in doing it. And I, exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. I raised my hand and I go, uh, I have a niche for this market as well. <laughs> so they did a little research on me and then they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll yes. take you. So then I started shooting down in Miami along with it. And it's been, it's been a fantastic journey. The only thing yet we have not been able to work together. I was going to ask. So yeah. you so, don't work together? Nope, no, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> After after this LA trip, one of the things that we did for Cherry Pimps was a cam show. She did a solo cam show down there for them. And the next time that we go down there, yeah, I got a feeling that they they want us to do a, a boy girl for mm-hmm. Cherry Pimps there on the for cam. So I think it'll be the first time we ever get to work together on set. <laughs> I mean, I'm always there for her yeah. you know, on set, supporting her, but I, we never get to work together. Right. So that'll be fun. Yeah, you know, we've done tons of videos together for only fans, and we've just never worked together professionally. So I'm really super excited about that. I'm excited, more excited about that than I am working with other co-stars. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, because that's, I, I can imagine it's, um, I want sort of a dream come true, but yeah, that absolutely. is the pinnacle. That is what you, mm, you know, for, for you guys sure. to be able to do it together. Like, that's so fun. That's we already so know each other so much, so. Right. I said, you'll never get a better performance than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Watch exactly. this. And then she <laughs> just shoots up to the ceiling. See, yep, told exactly you. Right. Probably yeah. like, don't do that again, Have Mr. Fitzwell. She needs to stay in frame. <laughs> Have you heard about me? Shoot up to the ceiling. (laughs) That's happened before. Just so you know. Oh, did I say that out loud? Was that you? Was that you? Was that you? (laughs) Naomi Triple X Fox. Was that you? (laughs) So we did a cam show once with some friends. Friend of ours' house one time. (laughs) 
and we had three girls. They were all doing the camp show together. And all right, they had a goal of what, how much money they wanted to do, and, and they're, they're working hard towards it. <laughs> and so all the girls are sitting on the couch and doing their thing with, the, with themselves. And I got to the point where I lean over to the guy whose house it was, and I go, you need to get a towel and put it in front of that TV. And he's like, what? And I go, she'll hit that TV from here. <laughs> and it was about 10 feet away. And he looked at me like, man, you're crazy. <laughs> so he went ahead and held a towel in front of it just in case I was right. Well, she didn't hit the TV. She it shot straight, straight up. up. It hit the, the ceiling fan. The ceiling fan was going. <laughs> <And> <laughs> pretty much distributed it through the entire Everywhere. living room. Everyone got wet. The couch, everything. Soaked everything. <laughs> oh so I'm like, well, her aim was off. But the, <laughs> but the distance was there. <laughs> and it's crazy, too, because that happened and all you heard was like, chick, 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 chick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, the money I'm started like, rolling oh my in. God. <laughs> That made everybody happy, except the guy who owned the place. Right. Oh, my God. He was fine. Yeah. He was, he was sitting. <laughs> he was just, like, very He's surprised. more in disbelief than anything else. And, yeah. So wow. you have something to aspire uh, to. I apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I can do that. Well, I mean, that, I don't think you can plan that shit. <laughs> no, you yeah, can't. Yeah. I mean, who, like, make sure the ceiling fan's on high. And, I mean, there's a whole bunch that goes into that. Put the visqueen down all over the room. I don't know. What? It, it takes some people by surprise. <laughs> Especially if they don't know it's coming. Or right. they happen to be right in the line of fire. Yeah, well, they all apparently you all were because <laughs> the time, ceiling right. fan helped it, it to get the whole thing definitely going. Definitely dispersed it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, well, my. I try to tell people because sometimes, sometimes not everyone's into that. So you know, I'm, I'll let them know. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and it doesn't happen all the time. So right, there's that a is trick true to it. Too, for right, sure. that's true too. Yeah, but that was fun. <laughs> wow. Wow. How does one follow that? I'm, I know. I'm, I'm like. Uh, <laughs> Because my mind is elsewhere. Oh, I'm I know. Not gonna mine lie. Too, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm now, like, oh. And now I'm like, damn, I have to hit the ceiling. How am I going to do that? <laughs> you can find it all on OnlyFans. <laughs> that's actually where my mind went. Oh, that's <laughs> all. I'm, oh, all right. That's fine. Guess you'll have a new subscriber by the end of the day. Yeah. By the end of the hour. Our, our page is free, so. Right. Oh, you just pay for content. Go. So I feel like it's amazing to talk to people who have really embraced the lifestyle and then made it part of your lives. The other thing I wanted to ask you about this, because when we first met and you sat down and we were talking about this particular venture for you guys, that you said you're very proud of mm-hmm. what you do and who you guys are. And that is amazing, first of all, to be so strong and true to be able to be that for yourselves. What a gift that you give each other to have that. But then also, honestly, anybody that you meet to be able to kind of have that attitude so people can go, oh my God, it's okay. So I really, really love that. The other thing I want to ask though, you said your friends and family know. So everybody Absolutely. knows. So how how is that? Your family, all your family knows about yeah. what you do or about, about the adult stuff about or about everything. lifestyle? About everything. We promote so much here for Caliente online, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's you, you can't hide it. And once you start making adult films, I mean, so the only fans, if you want to block Florida, you can block Florida. If you want to block certain states, you want to block the United States, you can do that. Hmm. Once you start working in the adult film industry, you can't block any of that. It's out there. <laughs> and that, that's their job is to push it as hard as they can, as hard as they want. So you can't inevitably, they're going to see it. They're going to, somebody's going to see it. And for whatever reason, they're going to feel the need to tell them. Yeah. So we just took the bullets right out of that gun and we went and we told them ourselves. 
started it out with, listen, mom, I'm in the best and happiest relationship that I've ever been in my life. I am healthier and happier than I've ever been. But here's why. And here's what we're doing. If people can be happy that we're happy and that we're healthy and that we're just couldn't imagine being in a, in a better or happier relationship, then that's good. And then that's what they need to be. That's what my, my mom was happy about was the fact that I'm happy mm-hmm. and that I'm doing exactly what I want to do. We don't hurt anybody. We don't, you know, we're not bad people in the least. We're some of the nicest people that you, that you'll meet. If you can be happy in that, that we're happy, then that's awesome. If you're not, then you're upset over it because we're not doing what you want us to do. But she was happy in the fact that we were happy. And she's like, I'll support you guys in whatever you want. I'm just glad. I'm just happy that you're happy. So she took it really, really well. My dad, on the other hand, lives in another state, pretty much off the grid, doesn't have the internet, is never going to see it, doesn't talk to any other members of my family. So he's never going to find out. If he did, then by all means, I'll sit down, talk to him, embrace it. I just didn't see the need to tell him because he's just never going to find out. But if he does and wants to talk about it, 100% I'll talk to him about it. Right. Yeah. um, Well, it was a little different for me. Someone (laughs) actually told my mom. (laughs) Yeah, they found it. They found my OnlyFans and they told my mom. And she called me and was going on about it. She was upset. I didn't really um, talk back because I was, <laughs> that was instilled in me since I was young not to talk back. So I just, most of the time my mom finds things out and like, she'll be angry. But then a few days later, she'll call me back and she'll want to talk about it, which is exactly what happened. When I told her I was happy, same kind of like, same thing he did with his mom. And she's like, well, you're my daughter. I love you no matter what. So, you know, just make sure you protect yourself. You're happy with what you're doing. In. But my dad's in Jamaica. I don't think he knows, but but I'm sure he will. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. You know, if my mom knows, then yeah. I have a son and I've always told him everything since he was young because growing up, I had him when I was 16. No one taught me about sex or sex education or anything. No one educated me on that when I was growing up in Jamaica. I asked my mom, where does kids come from? She say, they fell from the sky or something like that, you know? <laughs> Surprise. Yes, not. So, no, not when you were 16, they didn't. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I had him when I was 16, wow. and um, he's my only child because I gave birth natural. I gave it naturally. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I'm like, how do a woman have five or six kids, you know? A <laughs> <laughs> one was it? I remember that pain like it was yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, I've been, ever since he told me he's got a girlfriend, when he was 13, I started telling him about sex. I gave him, showing him how to put on a condom with a cucumber. I remember Mm -hmm. (laughs) he moved here maybe seven years ago. I'm in the lifestyle. He sees that. He sees the friends that come around. He's not stupid. You know, so he asked me about it. I tell him the truth. I always tell him the truth. And like two months ago, we actually sat down and we we decided to let him know what's going on. He already knew I was a swinger. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we opened up to him. We opened up to him about OnlyFans. and And more for the reason that. Or like, look, I know you're gonna you're online and you're looking at porn. If you see a thumbnail, it might be somebody you recognize. You might not want to open that <laughs> right, one. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, it's up to you, my man. He's a young adult and he can handle it. And we told him, and he was he was good, he was perfectly like, fine. I, you know, I he was good with that. <laughs> and, and, and in a in a way, I think he's proud. Yeah. You know, in the sense that we've always taught him to own up what you do treat people right, do the right thing, be a good person and never be ashamed. If you do the right things, you never have to be. So don't live life with regret. 
I'd never be that want to be that person who sits back later in life when I'm 70 or 80 years old and goes, man, I wish I would have because I did. <laughs> and I've we both have done so many amazing things. If you really sat down and talked to us one into the other, you'd be like, oh my God, the <laughs> life you, you have lived. And it's just because neither one of us have ever said, I wish I would have. We just, we do it. So, or at least we try. Yes. And wow. you're so lucky to have each other too. Again, you have found an amazing partner within each other Absolutely. that you yeah. give each other yes. the permission though to do that because not everybody has a right. relationship. And, and like total that. support. When, when she talked to me about working in the adult film industry, I told her, I said, it's 100% your decision. Yes. If you decide no, if you, if you decide to do it, yes, I will be there 100% to support you along the way. If you decide no, then I will support that decision 100% along the way as well. Whatever you want to do, I'm there for you every step of the way. And I knew she would be fantastic at it. There was never a doubt in my mind. Really didn't think I was going to get into it per se. It's something that every guy looks at it when they're a kid or when they're a young adolescent and they're like, oh, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. I have no idea what all is involved. Just like so many guys are like, oh, I'd love to be a swinger. I'd love to be a swinger. Until you're sitting there listening to your partner make noises and sounds that you've never heard before. And it's not you that's doing it. So, yeah. So it could definitely be a mind trip if you're not prepared for it. Yes. That made my mind go in a totally different direction. So, but <laughs> thought provocative—that's what we want. Yes, yes. But again, I, I just think it's so fascinating and so amazing. And I probably could sit here for hours and talk to you guys and want to hear the stories from the start to the finish. <laughs> oh but gosh. we'll have to save some for next time. Definitely. I hope that yes. we will have you back for next time <laughs> because well, if you want us back, we'll be back. Absolutely. Anything else? I have nothing further. <laughs> Thank you, counselor. <laughs> Are you done interrogating the witnesses now? You have nothing further? Yeah, that didn't sound right. That didn't. That's exactly, it sounded like you I'll were. the fifth. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we do want to thank you guys so much for being here. It is always amazing to talk to folks and to hear your stories. And thank you for being so open and honest. And I think, and what we, Tristan and I always try to bring to our listeners, because a majority, a lot of them are very new. They follow us on our journey into our swinging misadventures because most of our shit just happened bad. Mm -hmm. And then we would be like, that was terrible. Um, let's do that differently next time. Yeah, but we talked about it and people get to hear that piece of it when we talked about it at the time. So we get questions a lot like, how do you grow as a couple in lifestyle? What does that really mean that your communication gets better? And we talk about it all the time, but to hear you guys talk about it on your own, like that's what's important to you. That is amazing. Yeah. I love the depth that you guys bring and, and hearing, hearing your stories and hearing how your relationship has grown and the openness. It's amazing. And so, yeah, it's very validating for everybody to hear that and to see that. And so it's wonderful. And it's important to us to be able to talk to couples and show other people that this is what can happen. You guys been together for a really long time and your life is just getting better mm -hmm. and even growing even yeah. more and exploding. And it's all this awesomeness that's happening. And I love the fact that, like what you said, Rob, is that the two of you will never sit back and say, well, I wish we should have, we could have done that or we should have done this. Okay. Never. It's not how we're wired. <laughs> and that is amazing. We're, we're on the plane ride back from L.A. yesterday and we were sitting there watching movies on, the, on our phones. And I don't need it. I just, I got so overwhelmed with just a sense of love that I had to stop mine, <laughs> stop hers and just lean over and tell her, I'm like, I know I tell you all the time, but I, I, I'm just feeling it right now so much so that I've 
and I've never loved anyone like I love you. And I, I couldn't have a more perfect life than I have with you right now. Wow. And it's just, I felt it, so I said it. You can never that's say that so kind of stuff hard. enough. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Aww, that's, that's, I know. He does it. He will, he will be at work and he will just call me, right? And um, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking it's something. And he's like, I'm like, hi, babe. And he's like, hey, baby, guess what? And I'm like, oh, what happened? It's like, I just want you to know that I love you. <laughs> yeah. it's just, sometimes it's just so overwhelming that I have to say it. I'm like, we've been together five years. I know this, but it's nice hearing it all the time, you know? <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Well, Rob and Trudy, or Naomi and Peter, you should say. <laughs> Naomi Fox. Naomi Fox and, <laughs> and Peter, Peter Fitzwell. Because <laughs> he fits well. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody can go find out now, but people can find you. You said online, they can yeah. find you on OnlyFans, OnlyFans Twitter, okay. Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. My Instagram is the real Naomi Fox, but only one X this time. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Any other ones? Did, socials you did want I to just promote? Said Instagram or Twitter? You said Instagram. Okay, and my Twitter is Naomi underscore Fox with three X's. Our OnlyFans. Mine's Naomi Fox, just Naomi Fox at Naomi Fox. Right. And we have, three a, X's we have a separate one that's for both of us called uh, Swinger underscore Couple. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Great. We were surprised that one wasn't taken already. I oh, was yeah. like, we Ooh. jumped on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Good find. Yeah, Good yeah. find. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you so much so for being for here, me. spending Super some happy. time with us today. You get and we're down here to Caliente, guys, as quick as you can. Yeah. Uh, I know, right? Well, you will, uh, amazing. Uh, it. the pool. Uh, amazing yeah to hang out lay by the pool in the day have a cocktail you know at night for the parties amazing good music come good and people. meet fabulous people <laughs> we're here we live wear, here <laughs> wear what you want or what you don't you know <laughs> you know what? and i really fast another quick thing since you were talking about the couple that mentored you we actually had a couple that joined our small we have a small community of folk that talk, want to talk to us about their journeys and this one particular couple just joined us and they're like we really need a mentor couple <laughs> and we were just talking about mm -hmm. that like how what a great thing that is yes. when yes. you find that couple for you and i meant to mention that when you were talking about what a gift that is also yeah, and, absolutely and well that just all goes back to the communication and relationships mm -hmm. you know yeah, sharing information is so powerful yeah. It keeps people from making mistakes. It points people in the right direction. If more people had the ability to do that with each other, it, it would make one's journey so much easier. And we talk a lot about, Tristan and I talk a lot because, again, we love Caliente almost as much as you guys. <laughs> but we talk about the fact that this is such a great place to come, exactly like what you said your friends told you, Rob, which was if that other place is not your vibe, what you need just to do is come here and be where you right. can just yes. be. Mm -hmm. And it's so open and free. And so we always tell people this is such a great place for a first step because it's the, like the best for your exhibitionist type Absolutely. of uh, place you can be but then if you want to go further there's a lot of opportunity right. to there's be able just to do no that. pressure but, right. but there's just yeah there's just it's just no pressure it's just a really just, really laid back cool vibe yeah yeah mm -hmm. whatever you want to do whatever and i think mm -hmm. that that um is a testament to you guys who live here and that's yes. the community and that is the entire what's the word culture culture yeah. thank yes. you yes. of caliente it's the, it's right. the culture they've created yes. here yes. yes yes and that's so important and it's felt from the top down you feel it from the guardhouse Wait, I mean, seriously, everybody mm -hmm. is so You're nice right. and wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. All right. the way in from everybody, anybody, staff, guard, security, folks that bring the food out of the pool are just lovely and nice. Yeah. Everyone's wonderful. Yep. So it's great. Well, thank you very much, guys. It was a pleasure talking to you. Pleasure meeting you. It's our pleasure. pleasure. It's all 
and we'll see you tonight at the party. That's right, you will. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah, I know. Right. My new mentor. I'm the new mentee. She doesn't know it yet. Don't tell her. I'll just be following her around. I'm sure she has people following her around all the time, but <laughs> there goes Marina running after Trudy again. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks we appreciate so much. It. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Wow, that was so much fun. I know. They are such an amazing, fun couple. They are. That was so great. And they were so nice to spend that time with us. Yeah. Especially having just gotten back from L.A. Yeah. And so we were sitting, If it, and I, we probably could have said this at the beginning, we're sitting in the dining room area at Caliente, so that's why you can hear all the plates clanging and the things. No one was eating. They were just, like, prepping the areas really early in the morning. <laughs> and so, and Rob and Trudy had agreed to meet us because that was when we had time. They were so sweet. So, But it was great. It was so great talking to them. And what an amazing couple they yeah. are and they're of course they're adorable and i loved the way when we were talking in the interview and i said something because people always talk to you and i honey about how we look at each other even when we're being interviewed mm-hmm. even we were interviewed not too long ago to go on another person's podcast and uh you guys will hear about that soon too but and he even commented on the way that we look at each other yeah he said to the sound guy you see the way they're looking at each other right now <laughs> yeah <I'm> like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this was the first couple. I mean, I've seen it before, but I actually commented on it in the recording. It's like, now I get it. I yeah. see the way that you two look at each other and, and I see what people see when they see Tristan yeah. and I look at each other. So it was really cool. <laughs> that was cool. Naomi Fox. Naomi and Fox with three Pete, X's. Yeah, with three X's. And Peter, Peter Fitzwell. I love it. I do too. And it's so funny. And she looks like a Naomi Fox. She is just stunningly She's beautiful. gorgeous. Yes. And he is just adorable as well. Very handsome, incredibly good looking guy. She's from Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes. And he is, it looks like a Peter Fitzwell, just like an American kid. They're just a, such a neat couple. Yeah. They're so down to earth. Yeah. So and check them out. Yeah. Check them out. When they say like, I mean, obviously they want people to check them out, but yeah, follow them on Instagram and, and their OnlyFans account and show them some love and if you do reach out to them and tell them you, you heard them on the podcast they'd Absolutely. love that they yes would they would that. and of course if you're ever at caliente say hello and tell them that you heard them on the mm-hmm. podcast so that's it for us this time we hope you enjoyed it we so enjoyed talking to them and learning about their journey and their process so look them up on their social medias and of course you can always find us on our social medias on instagram at accidental swingers or or my instagram handle is marina's tristan and of course, you can always email us, marina at accidentalswingers.com. Or Tristan at accidentalswingers.com. And then on Twitter, we're there as well. You can search Accidental Swingers and it will come up. Or we are at Marina Tristan on Twitter. Marina underscore Tristan. I think it's Marina underscore Tristan. I think it is too. I just search it. That's what I do on my <laughs> own account. I just search it and then I can find out where we are. So yeah, so that's it. Next episode, we come back with our next story in our sequence. So yeah. and that puppy's in the pipeline. So, that's right. So yeah. So in a couple of weeks, we'll have that one out for you as well. We hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we enjoyed talking to Rob and Trudy. If you're at Caliente in a couple of weeks, come join us. If you want to go to Nadia in New Orleans, make sure you register for that for next year. If you want to join us at Podbash or on our Sway K, all that stuff can be found on our website or shoot me an email and I'll be happy to answer questions for you. That's it for us. That's it. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Love this episode of the Accidental Swingers. Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.